Welcome to Shenanigans. <laughs> And we are a dose of melanin empowerment that is a reminder of how bomb you are and how dope you can be, featuring edutainment about beauty, life, and health, mixed with a true depiction of how strong she can be. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to Shenanigans. Hopefully you listened to last week's episode. Um, it was it was a pretty testy one. We talked about uh, Shea Moisture and supporting black businesses and maybe some reasons why the black community doesn't support them. We played um, a Brie game that was based around Skittles. So you have to go check that one out. Uh, we talked about some interesting iTunes comments and some uh, negative feedback we got back. So whatever. We talked about that. Jennifer, we talked about triple <laughs> child. Oh gosh, Brittany gave us some tips on uh, healthy snacks. Jen, she talked about what you talk about, Jen. <laughs> she don't even remember. Beauty lessons that you need. To oh yeah, yes. beauty lessons yes. from your twenties. Yes, she talked about that. <laughs> Um, Tyra, oh, Tyra went in. Yes, yeah, y'all gotta go back and listen <laughs> to that one. We we talked about fuck boys at their finest. Um, so definitely go back and hear that. And then uh, for the woo side segment, we talked about spring cleaning your life. So definitely an episode worth listening to. So go check that one out. But we're gonna dive into this week's episode with Tyra. All right, so we got some Twitter comments from our, for our he said, she, she said segment. Um, you know, we be really popping on Twitter. People really be talking to us. And I love it. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Where's Chris when you need him? Oh. Breezy singing that Chris, Breezy. That Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about Chris Brown breezy singing breezy so peanut man 87 you know i feel like i should just dedicate this whole twitter comment section to him because he's always tweeting us yes. and you know peanut man 87 i'll show you his picture girl <laughs> you know i'll show you his picture a little later he um was talking about our the token black episode and he was saying that he was one of two black kids in cross country in high school his first year and he felt really uncomfortable but he became the, the captain his junior and senior year and he also said that the people who are racist and don't even know it are so tr- triggering yeah those sucks um shout out to renee larson Insley. she tweeted us and she said love supporting my friends on the shenanigans pod check them out um, the John Effect said that his new favorite is the Token Black. That is a really good episode. If you haven't listened to it, you should go check it out. Um, shout out to Joy underscore not underscore Joy or Joy Gillespie. She said um, she is sick and tired of her supervisor asking her what government cheese looks like. Oh. Yeah, oh. I feel like. Wait, what? Mm. Her supervisor? Yes. <laughs> Asking her yeah. what government cheese looks like, yeah. What, what government? 
Like, how, how does he assume that that, that you know what that it looks like? you even like? know what it looks like. I've never I even know. had a, right. No. Never had a used food stamp in my life. What? She also said, why is the shenanigans pot intro song so lit? LOL, <laughs> start twerking, hashtag tripod. And we twerk to this uh, <laughs> intro every time. Every time. I remember we were picking it out. And we were just playing around, listening to different beats. And we played it. And me and Aisha was jamming. Jamming. I was so, like, oh, this is it. This is it. It's lit. It's lit. Um, she also said her whole office was listening to it after lunch. I think that's so dope that her office is listening to uh, shenanigans. And then um, shout out again to at peanutman87. He had a couple of things to say about one of our most re- recent episodes. Um, he played One Gotta Go With Us. So for his uh, sweets, the red velvet, sweet potato pie, banana pudding, and peach cobbler, he said buy red velvet. Oh, I know. No. I'm going to have to disown him. Right. And for the movies, uh, Boys in the Hood, Friday, Love and Basketball Coming to America, he said buy Love and Basketball. What? I know. Mr. Peter, you're not my man no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jenny might be mad at him because he tweeted, uh, in quotations, flat earn. <laughs> You gotta no. catch her in the action. <laughs> he said it's hard to eat healthy when things when you're out because a lot of restaurant menus don't cater to that. And then he also commented about code switching that we talked about a couple episodes ago and said code switching has helped me from being fired before. And that is for real. <laughs> like right. you just it's all about discipline. It's not really that's code all. switching sometimes. Right. It is really about self-control. So shout out to everybody that tweets us. Um keep tweeting us we love reading the comments um you can at us at at shenanigans underscore pod you can hashtag shenanigans pod um keep writing us on soundcloud if you listen on soundcloud we still love those comments a lot um rate us on itunes you can email us you know let us know what you think um and also shout out to my friend tasha she um was happy that i shouted out crown keepers inc um, and you know, let us know different events that y'all have because we definitely would like to come and support. So yeah. Well, thanks, Tyra. Now we're gonna head into the Brie game. She over here stealing my hair tie off my Sorry. arm. Hi, ladies. Hey, hey. So for- hey, hey, it's Tyra. <laughs> Tyra's over here doing the most now because someone then told her she had a sexy voice. Actually, it was a couple people. Oh. She's over here loving herself in this mic. You know. Today's pregame, let's get to it, is called Two Truths and a Lie. I think we've all played it before, right? Mm. No? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I used to be like, no, she don't want to play because she don't know how to lie well, but it's fine. (laughs) So it's really fun. You have to write down two truths and a lie, then the rest of the group has to guess which one is the lie. So I guess I will start since it seems like everyone else isn't ready. I'm ready. Oh, pretty ready. No, but I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready, though. Okay. Go ahead. So mine are, I haven't had a boyfriend in almost two years. My dream car is an Audi A8. And I am secretly afraid of airplanes. And no lie, pray before we take off every time. <laughs> I, I think the first one. I think the, the last one. The airplanes? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Y'all are all wrong. I, you, I am 
I am terrified of airplanes low-key, especially after this woman low-key died next to me being pregnant. What? (laughs) It was scary. Yeah, different story for a different day. Oh, my gosh. So... I really haven't had a boyfriend in almost two years. I oh, mean, I've had situationships, but you know, oh, okay. no titles. It's fine. <laughs> and my dream car is actually a Mercedes G wagon. Oh, you get on my nerves. See, the only reason why I didn't say uh, right, that is because you were talking was about right. No, but no that's why about, I said that's why she was talking about an Audi yesterday. I but like you did say G wagon. You did say that too. So okay, oh, that's a good one. Okay, gotta guess it. Brittany, you next. Yeah, I'll go next. Okay. Mine are pretty simple, nothing crazy, but um, I've totaled three cars. I have been to seven concerts, and I have five tattoos. I feel like it's the concerts. I think it's the first one. I think it's the cars. That's the first (laughs) one. Oh, I think it's the concerts. It's, it's the concerts. What? Oh, dang. I should have guessed that. I've been to like five or six, five. I think. Uh-uh. I was going to say seven. I know. But yes, y'all, I have, I, I have totaled three cars. And I'm and I'm and I'm embarrassed because two of them were my fault. Oh no, baby, what are you doing? <laughs> you ain't driving my car. Oh, no, baby. I was young. I was young. I was young. I was a teenager. Don't don't do me. I totaled one though too, so I can't. Yeah, you. I hit stationary objects, and my car was the only, and my car was the only one that got messed up in both cases. The last oh. one, of course, wasn't my fault, but I totaled it too. I got totaled. But yes, I hit a pole. When I was 16, don't even ask me how, because I still don't know it to this day how I hit that fucking pole. And then <laughs> and then the second one, I ran into the back of somebody, and it messed my car up, but their car was fine. Yeah. Right. But I promise you I'm a good driver now. Uh, I so, for Casey's sake. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I was young. I was young. I can go. I'm ready. Good. Okay, the first one, I have never been to Vegas. Ooh. Um, the second one is I sang the national anthem in front of a super high profile celebrity. Ooh. And the third one is I can play the acoustic guitar. Ooh. You've been to Vegas, right? I, I say the third one. I feel like it's the <laughs> Vegas one. I feel, like I feel like she's been there. Come on. And you should you know. Should know I, you should, look, you, you stumped, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I want to say it's the guitar too. <laughs> I'm trying well, to remember. No, because Tower goes a lot of places, and sometimes it's a blur. Right. It's a blur it's a of blur. fun and partying <laughs> and drinks, and it could be Vegas. But maybe she hasn't been to Vegas. What do you think? I said the last one. Brittany's right. I don't. I don't know how to play the guitar. Like she might. I always. I. I was like, maybe she knows how to play. I don't. I actually have never been to Vegas. I don't know why I've never been. I don't really have a reason. We gotta go. But yeah, somebody take me. Um, I sang the national anthem in front of Michael Jordan when I was in high school. I did. That's Yeah, I was on ESPN too. It was a little lit. I didn't like meet him personally, but he was I there. Know, but that's okay. That's okay. He, <laughs> he, he was in the same you, though, room. But he heard you. Yeah, I can't play the guitar. And, you know, in my mind, I always say that India Irie didn't learn until she was in her 20s. 
so that means that I need to go. And I feel like every year my daddy, because he sings too, he uh, and he actually can play the guitar. He always says that we're going to take lessons together. And we also damn near have the same birthday. I know it's very mm-hmm. weird. But every year he's like, oh, for your birthday, I'm going to get you guitar lessons, y'all, for like the past five years. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to hold him to this, damn it, right. for um, our 2017 birthday. Yep. So I can learn how to play. Yeah, his birthday's the day before mine. That is awesome. Yeah. That's my mom's birthday. The 27. Turn up. Jen, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I didn't write mine down, so I'll whip them. It's in my hand. Oh, no. No, I got (laughs) them. I got them. Okay, so I've been to the Dominican Republic before. Um, I've been to two Drake concerts, and I have two tattoos. Dominican Republic. Didn't she just say she hadn't been to a beach? No, she, she, no, so she didn't really excited. say that. She didn't, she didn't say. say. Yeah, she just. Oh. I feel like it's the Drake concerts. I feel like you've been to more than two. How many has he even had? Here? Oh, I know he's had a couple of that I know that I remember, but. I know she went to one when he was here. I know she tried. She went to Chicago, too. Yeah. She, she said I two think tattoos. Look at me. I'm trying to scan her. She has, she has tattoos. She has I'll say this. I'll say the Drake one. Two. I say the Dominican Republic. What is it? I've only been to one Drake concert. Oh! <laughs> I just knew you and Aisha have been to every single concert. I was like, oh, she's about how Drake fan she is. Drake. I just knew. You I haven't, haven't seen, seen Drake day? yet. When I want, when I wanted to see him when he came here, he can't. He canceled. That yeah, he did. One time when I wanted to, when I was he did go. cancel. Oh, I didn't know that you went to the DR. Did you like it? Well, I went for a study abroad trip. Oh, okay. So, so oh, I that's mean, cool. That's because you did say you've been places, but you mm-hmm. haven't really been able to vacation. Yeah, so you okay. Really, like, get a chance to, like, gotcha. Vacation. Okay. It's on me. Yeah, girl. I rewrote these like four times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have. Eight tattoos. I met Michael Jackson when he came to Gary, because y'all know I'm from Gary, Indiana, y'all. <laughs> um, and I got in trouble as a kid for stealing. Uh, it's probably a tattoo. You probably got like 10 or six I know she or got, I know, I know she got a bunch. <laughs> right. Oh. I think it's a tattoo. <sighs> I'm stressed. I'm both stressed by each other. The pressure is. I'm gonna say the last one, the stealing one. You get in trouble for stealing. I know she probably was bad as hell. She probably was bad. I know. Like a sweet bad one. I definitely had. I feel like. Oh Jesus. Cause I feel like if you met Michael Jackson, why you tell me? Like I shouldn't. But I feel like she said that they she met them before or something. I don't don't think she's ever told. Well, maybe not met them. I don't know. Right. Everybody goes and visits their first house and stuff. I don't think she's ever told me she met Michael Jackson. I'm gonna be pretty pissed if that's what it is. But she also never told me that she stole. Like (laughs) I don't even know you, girl. Who are you? Who are you? I think I'm gonna go with the stealing. Okay, y'all ready? I didn't get to meet Michael Jackson. Oh, I knew it! I knew it! I just knew that. I, 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 see, I let me tell you. Like it, though. The one time he came to Gary, he, yes, you said my he came. mom 
asked me if I wanted to go and I had a test at school I didn't want to miss. And he never, that ended up being his last trip. You so a good I one. I'd have at the whole school. You Listen. ain't going to school today. I'm gone. Everybody saw me except me. Same thing happened when uh, Obama, when he was on his campaign trail, trippin'. he came to Gary, he came to high school. I didn't see him trippin'. then. Dang, Aisha. Obama was everywhere. He, he was. tried it. He came Because Chicago's right next to Gary, so you're trying it right now. That's what I'm saying. He only got to go to Chicago. He don't got to go to Gary. No, he, he did. <laughs> Ooh, so you trying it dang. You about See, to get I should have went with my gut It was so, Michael Jackson It was Michael Jackson I do have eight tattoos yeah, The I one think, on my thigh is really like three or four I have one on my foot I have one on my side I have one on my shoulder I have one on my back um, So yeah I have eight tattoos And then Um I got in trouble for stealing some gum when I was a kid. My mom, she used to be the one and black parents be like, nah, you can't have that just for no reason. Like it was a dollar. Oh, so you stole it on purpose. A girl, I came out smacking on this damn Ooh, gum. Oh. My mama was like, what is that in your mouth? And I picked the gum that turned your mouth blue. Oh. Oh. And she wasn't even think. She's like, I didn't give you that. Oh, I got my ass told up. <laughs> <laughs> and I still kept doing it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is kind of smart though. Ain't nobody gonna see no missing gum. Nah, you're right. <laughs> well, thanks, ladies, for playing today's Brie game. Short and sweet. It was Over fun. Time. It was learn, fun. Learn some things. Yeah. Okay, well, now we're going to move into this week's hot topic. And, um,. It's probably going to trigger some of us. Oh, come on, man. We ain't look. We got time for <laughs> So today we're going to talk about situationships. Mm. Yeah, she had to go there today, didn't she? She had to go there today. Been super. See, no. You know, <laughs> we all have been there. We've all gotten into them, whether it was we knew it. We didn't know it. It just ended up being that. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about how can we identify the characteristics of being in a situationship. So let's start with that first. How do you know you're in a situationship instead of a real relationship? Y'all don't go to a lot of places in public. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, I wasn't gonna say that. One. I wasn't either, but oh shit. Damn. He hired you, huh? <laughs> um, definitely lack of commitment, lack yeah. of defining the relationship, mm-hmm. like not a lot of certainty in what y'all are, mm-hmm. you know, together. I agree, that was gonna be mine. A lot of, oh, you know, you know, you cool, boo. You know, oh, you, you know, know you my boo. You, stand. you know where you stand. You know, you, you, know you, you my bae. You know you bae. You know you my bae. Tyra laid them all out. I think I feel like she dang her did with Listen, the fu- at least with the, the fuck boys. Yeah. I mean, those are some good points. Very, very solid points. All mm. of them. I think uh, if y'all don't know each other's friends or family, that's a good one. Know, you know, if you can't say, "Oh, well, that's so and so's friend," or they oh, that's a good met one. them before. Mm-hmm. But is there a time limit on that? Like, meet people, families. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, no. Not necessarily. I mean, I guess whenever you think it's right, but I mean, if you let's say don't, you, been, if you don't even know that, if you don't like, even know the parents' name, like they don't, oh, if they don't even talk about their, you don't family. even know they got siblings. <laughs> yeah, you know they got siblings. yeah, if they don't ever talk about their family, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. 
See, but that's the hard part because a lot of situationships, you end up meeting the family, you go out, mm-hmm, you yes. party together, yeah. you be friends. Oh, with the whole oh I've been in one Girl, of them. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. Yeah. Over all the time. You, you be at the Thanksgivings, you. Yeah. yeah, if I'm at a Thanksgiving, we go together. We spending holidays right. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we spend yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we kissing at New Year's, nigga. What a ring get? Like, what's your step shows I for think, night? I definitely think that would disappoint me the most. <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 oh! They travel. They travel to your step shows, Bria. Bring your flowers and shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The, the second you get in a car mm, <laughs> to drive hours away just to turn around and go back. Yeah, you think that's, that's serious, you would don't think you? That is serious. That's, that's what these, that's what these relationships, girls, don't let don't let it fool you. Don't let it. Mm. Cause boy, I've, we've all been there. I mean, I think ultimately, if like you want a title and they're not giving it to you, it's a situation ship. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. yeah. Even if they're avoid like avoiding it, or because it's like the one conversation thing, itself. It's one thing if you're trying to learn, right. get to know the person, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if you are not, if you are like avoiding it, you don't want to talk about relationships. If you say I don't want a relationship, you know those types of things. I feel like even then, it's gonna turn into a situation shit. Or the. I'm, you know, I really don't want to rush it. And then six months later, you know, I really don't want to rush it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, that might be a situation ship. Because there's, there's no type of progression. Mm-hmm. Even like you said, even in a form of just simple conversation. Just let me know where you are. Or why you don't want to rush it. Because dudes, you know, they have those commitment issues and they have them for a reason. Mm. Or... Maybe you not what what he really want, mm-hmm. and and you're that time filler. You know mm-hmm. we got those time fillers. Oh, yeah. I really don't want you, but you cool to hang out with. Right. Yep, get some of them. And that's how we ruin good men. Because I think all men were fucked over originally because they were a time filler. So I really think all these fuck boys stem from some girl making him upset. No, but really, I, we were talking about this. I really think situationships just confuse me because. They're so adamant about not giving you a title, but that whole year you're in a situationship, you're quote unquote loyal with one another. So you might as well have had a title because regardless, you have to have that closure discussion at the end of the year, six months, however long you were talking. So what's the difference of breaking up the boyfriend and girlfriend title versus just saying, okay, we're not doing the situation. Like, I think it's just, it's stupid. And if you're doing everything together, y'all together. Like, are you not? Like, I don't know. So why do we deal with these then? Like if we, if we know what it looks like and you know deep down know what it really is why do we keep getting in these situationships like do we care it's that's why i said it <laughs> right denial we're hoping, we're hoping. Yeah. Denial. i'm giving you hope we're to get somewhere we're hoping that oh, it's that potential thing yeah, again potential. we fall they in love with the potential but they it, it's not there like <laughs> they don't have it we just think that they do and i don't know why they like, think they'll get to a point where they will. Yes, and they, and they do. don't. Well, like they don't. Someone told me that women are fixers, so we like mm-hmm. the challenge yeah. of. Wanting I mean, to that's somebody. why we were put on this earth. If you want to go right. back to Adam and Eve, was yes. to be the helpmate to yeah, help. Exactly. So it's in our so name. Yeah, it's a natural. Yes. Yeah. I don't want no project though. That's I know another that's right. That's yeah. a constructive one. Project. That's yeah. yeah but, that's another story for another day. <laughs> I also think that sometimes we as women, like we talked about checklists before. 
and like, oh, well, he has a real good job. Mm. Um, he has his own place. Nigga traveling out the country. He be traveling. No you know, kids. Or if he or if he got kids, like you know, I don't really have to deal with it if I don't want to. Like it's it's a separate situation maybe, or the mom, mom's cool, and like so he checks off all these other things, but at the same time, you know, y'all ain't together. Yep. So maybe some other females is in his inboxes too because yep. they With feel the same, the same checklist. Way. That's same right. Checklist. Yep. That's right. So it's like I feel like sometimes we hold on to these situationships because we think we got to catch. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the catch ain't got us. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. And on the most simple level. We like how it feels, and not the mm-hmm. situationship itself, but just that somebody's around, yes, somebody's giving us attention. Yes. You know, because it just feels good. Yeah, like you know, somebody flirting with you a little bit, somebody mm-hmm. want to hang with you sometimes. Like you're gonna crave that affection. Right. You know, you're gonna crave and want to be around that person. So I think that's how we get caught up in them, or we try not to look like the quote unquote crazy girl mm-hmm. by not bringing up a commitment. We want to look mm-hmm. like we're cool, you know, right. like we're saying we're we can go with the flow, yeah. And then the flow just be going downhill from there. <laughs> yes. Like there is no flow. <laughs> so yeah. And on the flip side, I think some people like situationships. I think yeah. they're fearful of commitment. They're fearful of getting Oh, hurt. without a doubt. So they like, that's why I also think people oftentimes go after married men because they know they aren't going to actually have that commitment to deal with. So they like the situation. They uh-uh. like that they can drop the ball whenever See, they want. I, I used to say it. I used to say What you say? What you say? No, let me say Because I'll be ready to throw them hands. Let me tell you about this. I'll be ready to throw them hands. I'm bring this up. No, no, no. There's another thigh bucket. Oh. Literally since then. Since then, so <laughs> this chick and Nick's, let me not be specific, this chick, Nick, I'm going to have to say at work, damn, so at work, this chick was like, oh, so-and-so was trying to get something from you or whatever, they they communicate via phones a lot, he has one of those jobs where they do that, so she's like, let me get your number so that he, he needs your number so that he can text you with the information I'll just give it to him because I'm going over there he's like oh, okay whatever gives number so she comes back he's like hey what happened to so-and-so you know I never got that and she was like oh he left but that's okay at least I got your number out the situation though what when I tell you my ass will be in the parking lot <laughs> You know, he used to have this saying at work where he'd be like, you know, my wife crazy, she from Gary. And I gave him permission to say that because I want you to understand that while I'm very nice, I will drag you. <laughs> you should know that he's married. Oh, they all know he's married. You know. You know. Everybody knows you Nick is married. Your finger. Girls will comment. Knows. The oh, same girls me. that will comment on his ring at work will also comment on him. And you know, See, I don't see if I, if I ever get married. You know what like, the Lord know, not be, to put me in no situations like that. <laughs> Ricky might kill oh, I'm pretty sure if some people check in, your husband. Oh, and and yeah. tell me, he'd be like, you know, he said it's really interesting because it's not really people women my age; it's older women. Oh, they've been looking at me, and I said they can get their old asses whooped too. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, old asses get all of whooped. It's usually like younger 20s it used to be younger 20s that he'd be talking about they'd be kind of flirting with him and then people like in their 30s and 40s mm-hmm. i'm like oh yes I, I know because the people our age know better because i fuck all of them up oh yeah but it's just like it's crazy it's like married men 
that ring attracts it women. Just, it took the words out of my mouth. It attracts women. I don't get it and I don't understand it. Because I feel mouth. like I don't even get that same effect with the ring on my finger. Oh, with I men. do sometimes. I, I haven't really experienced anything here lately. Yeah. But I just feel like with men, it's different. Not so much I feel here, like it's different. Maybe like like when we travel, like we went to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And I was like, he don't care if people buy me drinks. He really don't care if I dance with people. But I don't personally like that. Right. But so I'm like, well, you know, you can buy me drinks too. Yeah. But um, but some dudes be like, oh, well, your husband not here. You know what? I take that back. Because when I was in Atlanta, that did happen to me. I wasn't married. I wasn't, I wasn't married yet. But I had, I had a ring on my finger. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, I just don't really dig that. I think it's a mixture. Either they don't have to commit to you because they're married, or they're Mm -hmm. more attracted because they are married and obviously they can commit. Yeah, it's yeah. But he's not gonna double edge. He's already committed. Exactly, but they don't. And they don't cheats on his wife to be with you. You know, he's going to cheat on you. You you know that mean. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Now they just don't. Everybody want to be married. That's the problem. And so if they see a man that's married, oh my God, that's like, you know, it's like a trophy. So it's like people just, women just want to be married and it's like they don't really care. Or it's the fixation that, oh, that's his problem. It's not my problem. He's the one that's committed. He pulled pulled me. Like he should have, you know, she was doing what she was supposed to do. Then he wouldn't have to come. Who problem's going to be when I'm. Giving you, you know, the business, these hands, these empowered, committed hands is what you gon' get. Don't be stepping to nobody's significant other. Like, what you? Mm, 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 mm. Drag them. I'm like, boy. You tell me about one more thought up there. <laughs> I'm bringing that. I'm, I'm coming up there with no warning. Some random ass lunches. Right. Like, coming up there, no warning. Hey, babe, I brought you this lunch. And it's about to be summertime. Don't catch me. That's what it is. Well, people are crazy, though. They don't be caring. So do we think that situationships are bad? Are these things situations that we should be trying to get ourselves out of? Or do we all just go through these stages where it just happened? I think it's just... Oh, go ahead. No, I think it depends. I mean, because I've been in situationships where I chose to be in it just because I wasn't quite ready for a relationship and we were both on the same page. So I think if you both have an understanding and you both agree, like, what y'all doing and y'all okay with it, then that's cool. But I think it's different if you're thinking that, you know, oh, well, this is going to result in a relationship, but he don't tell you that it's not, but he's kind of just playing a game. And that's just messed up and it shouldn't be happening. Yeah, that's what I was really pretty much just going to say. I mean, it's unfortunate when you aren't, when you're not obviously aware that that's what you're getting yourself into. So in those situations, that's when I feel like it's just something that we all experience. And sometimes we can't help it. I mean, we can't help that we got in that situation because, like, you know, unlike, you know, like Jenny's situation, they had a conversation up front about it and, you know, whatever. I mean, some people are mature enough to do that, but obviously there's more immature people out there that can't have that conversation. And then you end up in a situation, you know, unwillingly and not knowing about it. Yeah, I think it's almost like how you all said, I think, a couple episodes ago about your man. If you can't be married to that man, how he is at the time, mm-hmm. then that that's it. Yep. I mean, he might change and evolve with you, but if he doesn't, can you deal with that for the rest of your life? I think it's the same thing with the situationship. If this is what you're going into with the mindset, like, yeah, we're just kicking it for now, be okay to kick it for the whole time. Mm-hmm. It might not shift. Don't try to change it. It might not shift to a relationship, and that's where I get caught up. Sometimes I'm like, oh, we're just kicking it for now. we just friends for now, getting to know each other. And then I'm like, okay, but it's been a year. So <laughs> right. we still kicking what we it. Doing? So I got to be okay with still kicking it. That's what our ultimate initial discussion yeah. was. True. 
Yeah, I think that we can easily fall into that space of getting comfortable or thinking that it's going to change. And, and sometimes it won't. Like, sometimes that's not what he wants. And mm-hmm. if that's the boundaries you've given him is that y'all can keep having what you have, why would he want that to change? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like it has something to do, not to say that every per- person you date should be your boyfriend. Of course. Or end up being your boyfriend. But if you genuinely do want more, like, you can see those signs. Mm-hmm. And and just don't ignore those, like, oh, well, it'll change. Or, oh, he'll change his mind. I can get him to change his mind. He shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. Any dude that wants you will want you and will be with you if that's what you want. I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. I don't know. But honestly, like, if I'm talking to somebody and I know that it's only going to be a situationship, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna date somebody that I'm going to want to be in a relationship with and then just make a situationship because I think that it's not going to – I mean, if, it's, if, if he's okay with a situationship, then why would it change, just like you mm-hmm. said? So I think if I'm going to, like, you know, date somebody and it's only going to be a situationship, I'm not going to expect more. And I know this is somebody that I probably won't ever be with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, for right now. That or I even see that sometimes – uh, situationships end up being the ones where the dude will pop up and have his random ass girlfriend a few months right later after. or having a random ass fiance and it's like where that come from? Or maybe? It's like where did that come from? Well it's always been there but since y'all was in the situationship it wasn't worth the co- it wasn't warranted a conversation. So if you don't want to be put in that situation too, you know, sometimes it helps to have those discussions and, yeah. and, and knowing those signs, everybody's different when they're in relationships or dating, everybody, you know, does different things. Sometimes mm-hmm. they post on social. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they take you out. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's booty call hours and sometimes it's not, you know, so everyone's different. So mm-hmm. it can be hard to distinguish that, but you can definitely feel the vibes mm-hmm. from the situation. Yeah. Anybody else? Y'all look a little stressed. Because you just struck a whole nerve. <laughs> talking about they be in a relationship. Because a man will tell you what they want, and they'll say, I'm not ready for a relationship, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, two months after y'all done, they they in love, posted all over Facebook, they didn't want changing their status. They didn't want a relationship yeah, with you. They just think, got a girl pregnant with twins. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> two months out, I'm, and they're so in love. That's what I'm just like, ooh, situationships are. Girl, girl. <laughs> My blood was boiling. Well, I'm glad none of mine <laughs> ended in that capacity, but that is that's rough. It's rough. I mean, people are just more mature and just like spoke. You can't commit to, as a boyfriend. Like you can't commit to a boyfriend title, but you can commit to twins. I'm really confused. You can commit for the rest of your life to kids after two months. Y'all can tell I was bad. It was. It was oh. bad because you cut me all the way off. <laughs> it's cool, Aubrey. Get it out. You gotta get it out. <laughs> No, it's okay. I don't even know what I was about to finish saying. It's cool. I said what I said. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Ooh. Ooh. Well, you know, if you guys want to chime in to this hot topic, feel free to uh, hit us up on Twitter at shenanigans underscore pod or use hashtag shenanigans pod. I've taken them all out. I've taken them all out. Um, <laughs> all out the court. Hits and nerves. So definitely, if you're in a situation or have ever been in one, let's talk about it. Um, so yeah.
going in hot topic. Moving on to girl talk. With Tyra. <laughs> I've never been so quiet in a segment ever. <laughs> like I was like, I I didn't know whether to wait on you. <laughs> no, y'all was saying everything that I right. was gonna say. So there was no point in me repeating myself. Like y'all had it covered. So this week with what's love got to do with it. <laughs> We are going to talk about something kind of heavy, but I feel like it should be something, you know, that we talk about. Um, we are going to talk about... <laughs> Bria's worn out already. Well, I don't know how much more she can take. I don't know how much more she can take. I just ran a marathon. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. It's okay. Just hold, hold on. Hold yeah, on just hold on for a little longer. Just hold a little on. Longer. Um, we are going to talk about... <laughs> emotional abuse and the signs of a potential abuser and I think that this is so important because um, it's one personal for me and so I know if I experienced it I know of course there are other people who have experienced it um, we have had sister friends write to us before we started dear sister friend letter who talked about the same things that I experienced or the same things that are connected to emotional abuse and I think because it is so um, elusive and it is completely subjective it's not like you know, physical abuse where you can clearly see signs on somebody's body. I think that um, people don't really realize that they're in it or that it's happening to them. Um, so I just want to give you a, a few signs of it. Um, emotional abuse, first of all, occurs when the person in the relationship tries to like control information. Um, they try to manipulate the other party. Um, and yeah, it's usually just really strong emotional manipulation. Um, so one of the first signs is seclusion and isolation from your friends and family. Um, they don't really want you to do anything without them. They uh, have an issue anytime you want to go see somebody else, anytime you want to hang with your friends, um, be anywhere that they cannot control that environment. Um, the second one is jealousy. So they could be jealous of your friends again, your family, anything else that you have going on in your life that is not, you, if you can't give your full attention to them, they will most likely be jealous of it. Um, the third one is controlling and feelings of suffocation um, from the victim. So again, they're still trying to control your moves and what you think. Um, what you expose yourself to they're like always trying to be around you always trying to take up your time and your space um the fourth one which is um very unrecognizable but acceleration so the relationship advances abnormally quickly um and possibly to feel like that psychological void of whatever's going on with them but they will have you meet their family quick they will try to commit to you quick and that one's hard to see because you know like we were just talking about situationships we want somebody to commit to us quick but sometimes it's like okay I kind of don't really know you like this is going at a scary fast rate like and it's just hard because we want men to do that we like oh yeah he knows what he wants and even I felt you know victim to that but no he's was just crazy um the fifth one is hypersensitivity or extreme moodiness so you feel like you're always walking on eggshells around this person because everything triggers them everything has like some type of extremely melodramatic emotional response to everything that they do um, the sixth one is they have unrealistic expectations or constant disapproval. So the victim can never do anything uh, right. Like they, the abuser is always blaming you for stuff. Um, 
and even when they're in the wrong somehow they turn it on you it's just like really bad and then the last one of course is uh threats so they will threaten you a lot um and a lot of times the more that you're in it the more that they will um the threats will get worse basically so question of course so is it a form of emotional abuse if like I think you mentioned it on your last segment if like a man always turns the issue on you like it makes it your fault even though they were in the wrong so um, like just in relationships in general I I think it depends on what capacity yeah. I mean in general people are going to project mm-hmm. so you're not going to find a lot of people who are mature and who can handle criticism I think that's just a general thing but I think for the most part emotional abuse comes with more than just right. blame shifting I right. think yeah any other questions no, feelings no, I'm triggered I'm just sitting over here yeah <laughs> For real, That's I mean, a heavy topic. Yeah, because when I was going through my situation, I thought that we were just like going through a rough patch, mm-hmm. or because of my personality, I'm like, okay, you're gonna be pissed that I'm going somewhere, but I'm still gonna go, so, right? You know, because right. he had a real issue with me hanging with my guy friends, and I was like, I wasn't hanging with them solely. It was like co-ed no, thing, and I'm like, well, yeah. come and meet them, and you will see that they are no threat or whatever. He didn't want to do any of that, so um, I started to know that, and then it just got, kept getting worse like I'm like okay this is not normal something's wrong like something is very wrong I'm so, so. sorry they had to go through that because no one ever deserves to have to go through that yeah and you're actually a very strong individual so Thank like the fact you. that you were even like no I'm still gonna go out with my friend yeah like mm-hmm. how did you even do that like and what were those types of repercussions yeah. you know um you nervous to do that and what no I think I mean it got to a point where I wouldn't even tell him Mm, that I was going somewhere because I knew Mm -hmm. or there would be times where I would tell him and he'll be I'm going to this place oh is there gonna be guys there and I would be like yeah and he'd be like okay you know because in his mind he's like okay I'm trying to work on this I'm trying to make it better but I mean there'd be times where I would go out and it would be just with my female friends and I'd be like you know send him a picture like you know I'm looking cute and he was like oh you looking cute for them other niggas that's gonna be there oh my god and I'm like that's terrible like so I don't know like I I never experienced or saw anything like it so I didn't know that that's what was happening Mm -hmm. um but you know you can't hold me down for long so I'm gonna still do what I want to do and like the way you dressed for him Mm -mm, no and he didn't care about how I dressed it wasn't that because it was I don't know I think when we think of like um domestic violence we think of extremes Mm -hmm. so we didn't get extreme yet so he didn't really care about what I wore, but he, yeah, it was just about guys being around or he always had an issue. So I always blow him off. You know how men blow us off when they think we're nagging? It was that type of thing. I didn't really feed into it until I'm like, okay, he's really insecure and this is really like a problem. So and it's always so interesting because they always say the victim blames themselves. Is mm-hmm. that true? Like that the victim tries to make sure that they don't do anything to make them person mad yeah I mean I felt like I couldn't say a lot of stuff to that would make him upset but um never in the process that I feel like it was my fault um I think I I'm pretty sure I felt like some type of guilt about being with him or why did I let it get to a point where it did get physical for me to realize that I should have left even though but the crazy thing was right before it had got physical we had out of argument and in my mind I'm like okay this for real like I have to get out because he was upset that a fake page on Instagram liked my picture 
Yes, it was, and I'm like, okay, this is not normal. I have to like yeah. get out or whatever. And this was before, like, yeah, like I said, hey, got physical, but um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I try not to blame myself because I knew that it wasn't definitely, my fault. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting all into your business, girl. No, you know I will share because right. other people like need to hear yeah, it. For sure. Yeah. I just want to know: Are you ever fearful now? Like after you're out of it. How do you feel like on a day to day? Do you feel comfortable like walking out of your house? And- no, I'm still scared. Wow. I dream about him all the time. Aww. Like, I'm a tr- really trying not to cry, but I dream about him all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I wish that I didn't. I haven't seen him or anything, but I know that, um, like, right after it happened, I used to be afraid to um, go in my house and I would like, check after the shower curtain under my bed because I'd be afraid that he broke into my house or something like that um or that I would see him out somewhere and now I'm not really afraid to go home but I dream about him all the time like him coming after me or me seeing him somewhere um and that's really the scary part I think it doesn't really deter me from dating um because I know that there are people that aren't that that just was not normal I think that's what the big thing was that wasn't normal but um I don't think it really keeps me from wanting to date people because I still want to um and I try to figure out all the ways like positively that I can that I could have gained from the situation so that's kind of what kept me going um but I it doesn't make me like not want to date there's probably other things that make me like not want to date other than that but yeah. Thank you for sharing no that. No problem. Oh my gosh, people need to hear that. Yeah. yeah. No, people do need yeah. to hear that. And I think that it takes a really big person and a strong individual to get out because the people sure. have so they have so many issues and you know have sorry the damn mic they have so many issues and troubles of actually leaving the situation yeah and i applaud you for being like yeah. seeing the signs and thinking i have to get the fuck out of I this do. Like, yeah because a lot of people can't I mean, he was so crazy. He was like picking wedding venues wow. for like no, for real. Like he had a wedding venue picked out, and I was like, I'm not marrying you because he had like a lot of other stuff that was mm-hmm. going on that I didn't want to get. Like, but he, yeah, he was like, mm. yeah, real crazy. It's real. Yeah. yeah. So do you or do you or do y'all think that you know if you're talking to somebody and you know, you may see one of the signs and you've been talking to him for a long period of time and you don't think, I mean, and it's only been one sign that you've been seeing, like, you know, the whole time. I mean, do you think that's alarming? Do you think that even though it's only one sign, you should, like, stop talking to that person or or kind of just, oh, well, that's just, you know, one thing and, you know, he's never done anything else. I mean, do you think that that's something that somebody should still deal with or you know try to get out of I think it depends on the trend I mean Mm -hmm. I've had similar situations and it's usually people that don't have shit going for themselves Mm -hmm. like that's the thing Mm -hmm. all of us sitting here have like have credit like have yeah yeah we're, we're all college graduates we all are professional women and strong women mm-hmm. and men can that are like that can sometimes be attracted to that 
um, and and latch on to that, and then like you said, try to take control mm-hmm. and break you down. And sometimes it's difficult to see. Like in my situation, mm-hmm. it was difficult to see, especially since I had just gotten out of a relationship. My self esteem wasn't that high, and so for me, it was more like, oh, it's just attention. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we can hang out every weekend. I never hung out with anybody else. I wouldn't hang out with my friends. And to me at that time, I'm like, well, I'm choosing to come Mm -hmm. to your house or I'm choosing to hang out with you. And then it's like, okay, then things get physical. And okay, you gonna hit me, I'm gonna hit your ass back. Right, like, yeah. So, and so now we're fighting and I'm like, okay, where is this, what is really going on? Yeah. And even within that, it happened more than once and it happened more than once because I'm like, okay, I don't really, I don't know if it was just that day. Yeah, right. Right, and if it Like, were, right. were you just mad that day? Like, and stuff just went a little bit too far or or is this like really you like to the point where i didn't even he tricked me into getting into my apartment one time like when my parents weren't home like this was as i was a teenager when my parents weren't home came in and stole money from me and like it was just a really bad situation but he literally didn't have shit going mm-hmm. on like he was on house arrest like it was just a situation that i shouldn't have even been in mm-hmm. but didn't know mm-hmm. like literally didn't know because you end up being blinded especially yeah. if you aren't in a super great place emotionally or if i don't know or if you just want attention or you just want company and they just end up being that, but it just ends up being bad. That's just, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think it's, it should be something that you put on the front of your mind. Mm-hmm. Because, see, what kept me going, even with, like, the first signs or whatever, was that he was super affectionate. Like, mm-hmm. super affectionate, always. Now, I know with emotional abuse, there's, like, a lot of people putting you down and stuff like that. He never did that. He never said anything bad to me, never said anything bad about me, you know. So, that's what, and I never had that before. So, um, but it still, like, like triggered my mind. Like, something's not really right here, but, you know, I like the way that I feel when it's really really high so is this like you know like you said is this something that is a problem or is it just like a one-time thing you're going through something but yeah i think it's something you should put in the front of your mind and don't ignore it yeah Mm -hmm. that or even like um with that same guy it ended up being body control in addition Mm -hmm. to that like it was oh you want to have sex all the time and you mm-hmm. want it the way that you yeah. want it. Mm-hmm. You want me to do things that I never thought about doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, even that should have triggered me to be mm-hmm. like, mm, this ain't right. Um, but being in that space I was in, I looked at that as affection too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh mm-hmm. no, maybe you're just really attracted to me and, and this is just what it is. But no, that was like a whole different form of control. No, it's, it's and I mean, just hearing your different perspectives of it and what is all considered emotional abuse like it can go like you said from like your body your mind Mm -hmm. like to controlling all of that like I don't feel like a lot of people really think of it Mm -hmm. like that and it's like emotional you know emotional abuse and just like uh you know physical abuse I mean a lot of I mean like with the words I mean I know that that was um kind of like the main thing but it can be more than that right just like 
you know, what you're saying to me and right. whatever. And it's, it's just interesting hearing that from you all and like the different ways that you all were like affected from it. You know, I was, when I was going to say, when you were talking about, uh, you know, being like being physically abused, uh, just saying like to women, there's no reason that you should accept that. I don't care Period. if at now at all, I don't care if he's having a bad day. I don't care about none of that. You should, you should not accept that whatsoever. I mean, that's just that's just a no. That's a no. Like, you know, I mean, I know some people, because I feel like a lot of victims feel, like you said, they blame themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, you know, maybe I just did something wrong today. You know, they was just, that was the only time doing it. And it's like, no, you shouldn't accept that at all. Not once, not twice, not ever. Right. And I think people forget that physical abuse isn't him necessarily just hitting you. Right. Or a woman hitting mm-hmm. a man. Yeah. Hitting, like, physically on your body. Like, physical abuse could also be, I have a family member, who just blows up at like you're saying like an Instagram like or something mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. and then goes into the closet and like pulls out like his wife's clothes yeah. and like throws yes. them at her. And that's still physical abuse. Or mm-hmm. even if you're in a discussion, like I had an ex-boyfriend who was much bigger than me, so I was if we got in an argument, don't come up close to me because you're making <laughs> yeah. me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then like it got to the point that we're in a heated argument, and then you punch the wall right beside my face. Right. And yeah, that's, whole, that's still yeah, physical that's physical, abuse. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes Definitely. you don't see it because mm-hmm. you're like, oh well, we just had to, you know, we had an argument, yeah. it got heated, it was whatever, it won't happen again. But no, that's physical Shoot. abuse. If you bold you enough to, to hit a damn wall girl. inside of my face, I know you're gonna hit me in my face next right. time. Right. That's, that's too much. And then I think too to that same. Um, same effect, like a lot of people who who would maybe grow up in situations like that don't understand mm-hmm. that that's not normal right. or mm-hmm. don't understand that it's not right because they saw that with them, their parents or their parents and significant others and they think that, oh, well, this is just normal and, and it's not. And that's the thing we even talked about. Like, I knew his family history growing up and everything. We had conversations about it. So I knew the root of the problem. Right. But I thought it was just based on, like, just in, oh, he's just insecure. And he would say, I'm insecure. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. But so it's all, it is always coming from, it is always coming from a place. And the thing is, he didn't date women like me before. He dated, like, older women. And, you know, they're not going out and hanging out as much as they have kids, they have families. So I think I'm one of the first people that he dated who's still, like, you know, out. And, you know, he hated that I was in a sorority some days, but then some days he loved it. Like, yeah, it's real crazy. So. Well, trying to find a transition here. (laughs) I don't think there is one. Yeah, we might just need to discuss. Yes, yeah. I think it was definitely, yeah. it definitely needs to be discussed because that's another topic, you know, like our mental health segment we had. It's just something that's not talked about. Yeah, people, not at all. It's, it's serious. Yeah, I think people think that it still don't go on or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it still happens. It happens in all different forms. Definitely. In all different ways, mm-hmm. especially with social media. That's just mm-hmm. a whole nother form. Oh, I was oh, yeah, going to bring that up. Yeah, definitely. People, it's like, crazy is not media. cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People think that, oh, crazy is cute. It's really not. No, like, it's not. those videos of different, you know, Instagram comedians and all of their, you know, they have different videos about their girlfriends mm-hmm. being crazy or stuff. Oh, that yeah. is not funny. It's not, like, yeah. that's a real, you know, that's like a real thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, 
Uh, thanks for listening to that. Um, definitely, like Brittany will, like all of us have to say, if you, you know, are in situations like that, definitely find a friend to to talk about that with, and and hopefully get out of those different situations. So now we're headed to Jen. Okay, so on this week's uh, beauty prescription, I want to talk about how much money we're spending on natural hair products. I am so guilty, so, so, so guilty of spending a lot of money on hair products just because, I mean, you know, I have four type hair and my hair is, you know, kind of thick and kinky and I feel like I can't really, I've struggled finding, you know, different products to work right for me. Um, and I think one thing that has to do with it, you know, is me being on Instagram and YouTube and watching a lot of videos I mean, saying different um, things that people um, use on their hair, which, I mean, it helps, but then again, I feel like it makes me want to go out and try this and that and this and that, and it's like, well, maybe I need to pump my brakes and slow down um, and not, you know, not try to go out and get the next product that somebody else is using and actually take time to think, how can I save money? So I want to give you all seven ways um, to save money on natural hair products. Um, this is something that I had kind of started in the beginning, but I kind of stopped. Um, it's keeping a, a, hair, a hair journal. So just writing down like everything, every type of product that you use, you know, how it made your hair feel, if it's something that you would use again, um, you know, or how it treated your hair, just so you're not buying more products that's not gonna, you know, help or you're buying a product that you already have at home that you can probably just finish using that instead of buying, you know, something completely new. Um, have a swap party. Um, I know. Lord, have mercy. Uh, uh, I'm trying to swap on the party last episode, them, Bria talked about having a, um, a swap party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so have a swap party. Um, so I know there's a lot of products that I have you know, from just over the years that I used once and I didn't really like how it did my hair and I still have. And I know that it's something that I'm not gonna ever use again um, because I haven't used it in years. So if you find yourself in that uh, predicament and you've used a lot of products or you have a lot of products that you haven't used, you know, gather some of your natural hair friends or people who may be, you know, thinking about going natural and they will, you might want to get people who are already natural because they're going to have products that you can swap with now. I think about it. So you want to get the friends who got, you know, something to swap with. And just kind of, because, I mean, something that may not work for their hair, it'll probably work for yours and then vice versa. Um, the third thing is to try to buy sample products um, or, you know, use sample products. So I know a lot of times, like, I'll get, like, a lot of magazines, like, I get magazines from people who used to live in my apartments and stuff like that. And I keep them because they're not going to ever come back for them. So anyway, so I'll have different um, sample products in there. Or if I'm at, um, like, the beauty store, I'll see... Like those um, dollar packs. Yeah. And yeah. I know, I mean, I really like using Cream of Nature, Cream of Nature Argan Oil products. Mm -hmm. And they have... Um, a lot of sample products that you can buy. So if you find yourself wanting to use a product and you're unsure about if it's gonna work, try the sample product. Um, I mean, it'll allow you to save money also while knowing or finding out if that product will work for you. Um, number four is just stick to the basics. Um, if, all else, if all else fails, get products that you know that will allow you 
to um, do like a basic regimen. Um, so you want to make sure that whatever you're using is gonna cleanse, moisturize, and seal your hair. So if you have products that you're able to do those three things, then just stick to that. Um, if you know what you have um, will let you do that, then you're pretty much good. Um, number five, um, get products that are multi-purpose. Um, you want to purchase products that can serve more than one purpose. And so if you're, um, if you're wanting to get a shampoo, maybe try getting a conditioning shampoo instead of buying the shampoo and conditioner by itself. Um, number six, make your own products. Um, I've attempted to do this a few times. Um, it definitely saves money. Um, it definitely saves money. Uh, one thing that you can probably try using, I don't know if you want to do like a deep conditioner or a hot oil treatment, there's a different concoctions that you can put together to do that. Um, and lastly, visit a dollar store. Um, yeah. There are a mm -hmm. lot of hidden gems at a dollar store that you probably wouldn't have thought would be there. Um, I know one thing that I've learned is not necessarily spending a lot of money on conditioner because you can, you know, buy like a um, inexpensive conditioner and then add stuff to it to make it do what you need it to do. Mm -hmm. um, and they also have different oils I've seen there. When it comes to like bobby pins, combs, you know, hair ties, and just different, um, you know, things like that that you need, I would definitely, um, yeah, go to a dollar store for those things. Um, so those are just, you know, a few ways for you to save money on natural hair products. If there's something that you've done um, to save money that I didn't mention, please share. Because um, I know, I mean, I even struggle now with still saving money. So there's always something to learn. Nice. Well, thanks, Jen. Definitely going to try some of those. Yeah, those I are some good ones. haven't gotten into making my own products. I know, me yet, neither. I'll be thinking about it, but I just ain't did it. <laughs> So next we have Healthy Sisters. Yes, ladies. So for the Healthy Sisters segment today, I am going to go into uh, benefits and the importance of eating breakfast. So yes, I know that uh, breakfast is a hit and miss meal with a lot mm -hmm. of people because I don't know how many people I talk to that say they do not eat breakfast. I personally don't see how because <laughs> breakfast is my favorite meal of the day and there I cannot even function if I don't I'm eat sorry. anything from breakfast. Like I don't understand it. But some people don't, but just wanted to, I just want to reiterate <laughs> that eating breakfast is very, very important. And I just wanted to go over five benefits that um, can come from eating breakfast every day. Uh, one of them is uh, it just it's just an energy boost to start the day. Um, you know, everyone should start their day by um, you know eating and getting as many uh, vitamins and nutrients as possible. So um, you know, some good superfoods that you can even that are pretty you know easy. Eggs is one of them. Uh, that's a popular breakfast food, um, and you can obviously make eggs any you know a whole bunch of different ways. So um, you know any way you can get it, um, I definitely that's a really good one. Any way you can get it. Any way you can get it, <laughs> fried over easy, <laughs> boiled, however you like them, um, and scrambled, whatever. Um, another one is all obviously whole grains. Any kind, any type of bread, you know, cereal or oatmeal, anything like that for breakfast is always good. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of oatmeal. 
yes and the toast any kind of toast is good uh, but yes um, all of the you know uh, those superfoods you know they're great sources of fiber of course um, and just essential for health for a healthy heart and can reduce obviously risks of heart attacks and heart disease and cancer and diabetes also um, vitamin C um, you know, orange juice, oranges, you know, they have the, you know, a big, uh, you know, intake of vitamin C. Uh, but yeah, trying to, get in, try to get that every day is definitely good, um, even if it's a juice or just a solid fruit. Um, oranges, grapefruits, and apples are very common uh, with vitamin C. Uh, number two um, is just an overall met metabolism boost. Uh, eating breakfast just overall boosts your metabolism and of course you know that's always something that I know I always talk about when it comes to people wanting to work on weight loss uh, you know you obviously want to have a very high metabolism um, and that's definitely something so uh, you know when you sleep your metabolism does slow down uh, but so basically the, the best way and really the only way to jumpstart your metabolism right is to eat a healthy breakfast uh, and also for number three Basically, it keeps you from overeating because if you do wait, obviously, if you don't, if you skip, skip breakfast for lunch, you're like eating double. Then you know, at least it, it'll seem like that anyway. Uh, so basically, if you if you prolong the amount of time between dinner and your next meal of the day, it's natural that you will just end up eating more than what you should. Um, so that's definitely you know something you don't want to make a habit. Um, and I know that a lot of people who want to work on weight loss struggle with that, and they wonder why they're not losing weight, and it's just because you're not getting you know enough food and you have to eat breakfast you know like you said because from when you go to sleep after you eat dinner and then eating again until not eating again until lunch that's a long time with no food so your body goes into starvation exactly mode. exactly yep and then number four um actually it helps lower your bad cholesterol i know i know we know we talked about cholesterol uh -oh. a few episodes ago <laughs> but oh, i think this is good because if this is um if the ldl your bad cholesterol is something that you're struggling with eating breakfast every morning can help lower it um and uh, because basically, uh, when you skip breakfast, you're creating a chain reaction with your body. And first, you slow down your metabolism. Second, your fat is stored longer in your body. Um, and then you also have a higher tendency to overeat at your next meal, as we already discussed. And then lastly, you gain weight and your LDL cholesterol goes up. So that is another one. And the last one um, is just eat breakfast to lose weight. I, hey, all my people that's trying to lose weight, do not skip. Just don't skip breakfast. I do not skip breakfast. <laughs> you have to get it in. Yes, and it, it doesn't even have, like, yeah, like Aisha said, it doesn't even have to be a big meal, even if it's just a piece of fruit or something, just something to get your day going. You just have to put something in your system in the morning. Nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> Aisha needs damn nuts. <laughs> She's been talking about it. Talking about nuts forever. Lord Jesus. Girl, yeah, morning nuts. nuts. Morning nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So yes, eating breakfast. That's one of the greatest benefits of eating breakfast in the morning. Is so you can is, is because you can lose weight by doing so. So basically. The best part is, is if, even if you eat too much or have something a little unhealthy, you still have an entire day to make up for it. So eating breakfast every morning is literally the easiest way to lose weight and eat healthier. That's all I got. Brittany, can you text me every morning? Because I still oh. like eating breakfast. <sighs> I, just, I do coffee. No, and that's not, not, no. that's not, empty that's not breakfast. Because I'll be trying to lose weight, so you know, you think like, no. if I don't eat. You should do then, like, well, what I do is I'll have on my way to work. Or because you know I get up super early. I hate yeah, eating at do. six a.m., but I yeah. have to have right. something. So I do a protein shake, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe like a banana and then some oatmeal if I get right. a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, if I can just lay here 10 more minutes, I only need 30 But you like fruit, don't you? Oh, I love fruit, well, but just, it goes bad so quick. But yeah, but you, work. yeah, just take it I with you. breakfast at work. I mean, yeah, yeah, I always eat my breakfast at work. I never yeah. eat at home. I don't eat at home. I don't yeah, I don't either. I, I be trying to wait. <laughs> right. A lot of people. Yes, I eat at work. Job. Yeah, I eat my breakfast yeah, at work. Even at my job, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I make some. I make some last week. These uh, egg white muffins. Oh, that's. I'm gonna do a recipe would you, on my. On can my you just make us some next time we eat, please? And they yeah. have veggies. I put oh, like yes. kale and bell pepper, and then like mushrooms in some of them. Please. And then just top it with a little cheese. Oh, not no, that vegan cheese. vegan cheese. Not the vegan. Uh, Make oh, mine separate. And you, and you know, you season them just like you would mm-hmm. your regular eggs, and you put them like in muffin pans and nice. Them. Yeah. And then I put them in Ziploc bags. So I just grab them and heat them up at work. Smart. Yeah. See, I'll do like boiled eggs every now and then, like while I'm in the shower, right. I'll boil the eggs and then take them to go. But you know, that's just. But see, and then that, then you don't like that. So see, you gotta mm-hmm. make some flavor. Yeah, you got yeah. Because and that'll get old like eat. real quick. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, you are gonna go back to this one. I don't eat breakfast. I don't right? Like yeah. This shit. I don't even like it. This one I can sit down at IHOP or something. No, no. IHOP. No, you want I some, did want some, some pancakes. pancakes. Ooh, I do I've been craving oh, pancakes. I'm telling y'all, I some pancakes every damn day. With some crispy edges. Crispy Ooh. edges. Where you at, Brittany? I feel I got y'all. I got y'all. We're going to have a sleepover at yes. your house. I, I got y'all. <laughs> well, thank you, healthy sisters. Those are some good um, benefits of eating breakfast. So get your breakfast. Get your breakfast. Get it in, as she said. So next, we have the Wusa segment. I don't really remember what I say for Wusa. It's time to center your mind. Yes. Clear your thoughts. Yes. Food. Yes. Amen. So, <laughs> uh, this week I'm going to give you just a few quick tips on how to de-stress as yes. we're moving in, like to you know some some of our listeners are younger listeners or you know in high school, college, or you know you're just at a transition point. Spring is. It's coming to an end soon that we're going to move into summer. So that can bring along some stress and in, in, in trying to transition. So some things that you can do to de-stress are obviously to stay positive. Try to find, you know, the greener grass on the other side of your situations and, and just always try to find something positive in them. Um of course to meditate and meditation comes in all forms so definitely find some different ways to meditate that fit you like last night i laid in bed and pandora you can actually type in like ocean sounds radio and i just laid there in the dark listening to the ocean for like an hour made me feel a lot better um exercising definitely exercise it releases those endorphins and and helps you feel better so you definitely want to try to get your exercise in um also sometimes you need to unplug um disconnect from the world uh set your phone in a different room for a little bit you know literally don't answer any phone calls don't answer any text messages maybe don't get on social for a few days do a social media detox those are some things that can help you reduce your stress levels and also you know you can have sex (laughs) morning nuts that's the best one right there that's the best one Oh, Them the best my nuts. Gosh, shout out to Nikki. 
So, oh, um, <laughs> you're petty. Yeah, yeah, you know, you have sex a couple times during the week. You definitely feel a lot better. Oh, you so. do. That That's you do. That's true. Cause you know you I do. So I be skipping. <laughs> I feel like you know life is unstoppable. Again. Yes. Oh, I'm like you know what? This ain't you that bad. Like, I feel good. What yes, I'm a new person. Today? Like. Life ain't that bad, girl. Single sister friends. Don't you know, be having them die. Single sister friends, you know, don't, don't, well, as Bree said, don't be a thot. So, every, everyone has their own preferences. Some of you, you know, you might be getting to the end. Do what you do. For those who aren't, you know, you can satisfy yourself. Ain't that it. Those I was about to give, say, you just look, y'all got fingers. That. <laughs> <laughs> Saying you don't have to have a penis. Oh my goodness! Brits off the chain. So yes, you know <laughs> we're all <laughs> Y'all, I can't recover from the fingers. <laughs> Whoa! Well, there. So yeah, you know we were all given the capabilities to satisfy ourselves. Some naturally, some more superficially. Um, so you can you can utilize what you need to because having just those sessions with yourself can help you, you know, de-stress. Everyone has to come to come a long way sometimes. Oh, horrible choice of words. You did that on purpose. She meant she did, that but it sounded great. Intended. It sounded great though. Into that one, so yeah, you'll be really woo sign after that. So, hope you've enjoyed these tips. <laughs> and hope that you can check some off your list this week, especially if you're having a stressful one. Just pick a day and pick a thing and, and get to it. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> now she announcements. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she announcements. Thanks for ev- everyone who came out uh, and joined us last week for our sister friend sip. We always love to um, hang out with our sister friends and and you know get to know them and and have really good conversations. And we always look forward to having uh, events like that. Also, if you haven't. Uh, be sure to submit some sister friend letters. You can um, definitely send those in. Some people hit us up via DM on Twitter. You know, I get those and I and I forward those on over to Brittany. Uh, but you can also write us at dear sister friend at the strength of she dot com. And remember, we don't say your name if you don't want us to. Uh, just anything that we can share some 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 knowledge with you guys. That's what we like to do. Also, if you didn't know, we have a shop, uh, The Strength of She, on our website. If you go to thestrengthofshe.com, you can shop some of our apparel. We have really cool tees and crop tops since, you know, it's about to be uh, summer 17 out here. Uh, even if you got to be highway shawty, you can still wear a crop top. And we have some cute ones and we run sales uh, pretty frequently. So you should go check out some of our She Shop stuff. 
Also, we do have a major event coming up in July that we are so excited about. We're partnering with some other local bloggers and influencers uh, like Classy Curlies, Curl Girl Fitness, um, Eclectic Curves, um, also Nashara, hopefully, from uh, Blush. So we have a lot of amazing women that are going to come and, and you know, just drop some gems and knowledge all afternoon. It's going to be a day seminar on July 8th, and it is called Fearlessly She. Uh, so everything that comes along with being fearless in who you are and being confident in your beauty and in yourself, that's what we're going to dive into. So you can find uh, that event on Eventbrite, but you can also find it on thestrengthofshe.com, at least some information about it. So hopefully we will see you guys there. And last but not least, we're going to take a little spring break here at Shenanigans. This was our 10th episode, so shout out to us. So we have really uh, enjoyed uh, shenanigans so far. I think that it's brought us closer as a team. Um, It's brought us closer to other people and just sharing our experiences and our opinions. And we thank you all for listening to us week after week. We're going to take just a little break because, you know, everyone needs those those breaks to, to revamp. Like we talked about some spring cleaning. Uh, spring cleaning our creativity and and take a look back at our previous episodes and some ways that we can improve so of course as we always tell you we're welcome to feedback also if you have any topics that you want us to dive into once we come back definitely let us know but we will be back in june so we won't be gone that long uh but just enough to kind of reset ourselves so thanks again for joining us anyone else have anything to add wonderful Wonderful. Okay, well now we're gonna head over to Jenny so she can wrap us up with Sheespiration. On this week's Sheespiration, um, I want to leave you all with a quote, um, and it's actually from me, something that I came up with. Um, and so it says, stay true to yourself, who you are and what you stand for, even if that means you're standing alone. Um, so I want to just leave that with you all because sometimes I feel like people feel like they're pressured, um, you know, to be a certain way um, in order for people to accept them. And it's OK, you know, not to be like everybody else. It's OK to be different who you are. Um, you don't need a lot of people backing you up in order for you to be you. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. And thank you all for allowing us to be ourselves and and be filter-free here Mm -hmm. at Shenanigans. Um, And we will be back in a few weeks. Same chicks, same day, same time.